Are you coming off a weekend of too many treats, too many sweets, too many beverages, too much of everything? And now it's Monday and you're wondering, how do I get this under control? Well, friends, you are in the right place because today we are talking about five ways to take back your nutrition after a rough weekend. Welcome back to the Fit Feed by Read podcast. Friends, I always feel so blessed knowing that you guys are listening to these episodes on your drive, on your run, in your AirPods, whatever it may be. I know there's tons of content out there, but you are here to learn about building healthy habits for the long term. So today we are talking about how to get back in control of your nutrition after a bit of a messy weekend. You are listening to the health and fitness podcast for the female millennial. Step off the roller coaster of yo-yo diet and fitness trends with sustainable solutions to make positive habit change. Learn to stress less, eat smart, and move more with me, Coach Reed, and the fit for life-minded guests I bring onto the show. We'll tackle one diet myth at a time, give you tactical ways to make change in your life, and deliver it all with a lighthearted quirk that you just can't stop listening to. As I like to say, it's an educational audio treat better said like a lollipop for your ears. Let's dive in. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the podcast. Grateful to be here with you guys. Today, we are talking about five ways to take back your nutrition after a rough weekend. Ooh, this is the... Christmas holiday season. I know there's a lot of socializing. There's a lot of parties. There's a lot of opportunities for overindulging, we could say. And I wanted to make this podcast specifically for those moments when you, the the plan doesn't exactly go as you hoped it would, shall we say. This is not necessarily for those uh, planned parties where you kind of had a, you know, you went into it with a game plan. You ate a bit of a snack before you went to go out for the extravaganza. You were smart about your choices. You felt good about the choices you made. Maybe you created space and room within your nutrition plan to say, hey, I'm going to enjoy this. I'm not going to overthink it. In those situations, you are not necessarily going to need to apply these tactics. This is for the days when you, you know, the Mondays, essentially, when you come off a weekend and you think, "Mm, that did not go as planned. That was more than I kind of banked on consuming. I don't feel good. How do I get back on track? And this doesn't even necessarily have to be relevant to the holidays because I know that the holidays offer a lot of opportunities for this, but this could be any time of the year. This is a podcast and these are tips that you could be applying at any point in the 365 days of the year whether it is after a bachelorette weekend, it's after a summer weekend with your kids where you did a lot of barbecuing and things just got a little more out of control than you planned on. You know, I think there's this balancing act too of not everything needs to be stringently controlled all the time. And so I don't want you to necessarily feel like, oh, if I ever have a weekend where I consume a little bit more than I might on the average weekend, I have to be employing all kinds of tactics. But we all know the feeling when you come off the weekend and you're like, that really didn't go exactly as I hoped it would. So today we're going to talk about how to approach that. I have five specific tactics to help you take back your nutrition after a rough weekend. Now, this is interesting. I wanted, I did a little bit of statistics digging around average holiday weight gain because this is a big conversation topic that I think is thrown around with a little bit more... I think it's thrown around with some extrapolation, we could say. There's some exaggeration around some of these numbers. So I found this interesting. 
Uh, I, I will link to these studies in the in the show notes. But there was a study that was conducted in 2015. It was only conducted with 195 adults. So keep in mind, the size of the study was not massive. But they tracked the weight of these individuals before the holiday season, through the holiday season, and then afterward. And the average weight gain was actually only about 0.37 kilograms, which is about one pound. And the reason I wanted to share this is there was a number of other studies out there and a number of other uh, various sites, you know, wellness sites, news sites that talk about, you know, it's like, oh, holiday weight gain. And it really kind of affirmed that people actually aren't gaining probably quite as much weight as we might think. Uh, it might only be a pound or two. I think the challenge is that over the course of time, if every single holiday season you're gaining a pound or two or whatever it may be, but then you're never diligently taking the time to, you know, reverse some of those habits or get back to where you were prior to the holidays after the fact, then that's where we start to see those kind of so slow creeps in weight gain and beyond weight gain, slow creeps in deteriorating health habits. So that I think is the big thing that we want to think about. On the contrary to that, this is kind of more in alignment with what a lot of people assume holiday weight gain looks like. There was a study run by Herbalife. Uh, and in case you don't know who Herbalife is, they sell all sorts of weight loss products. So do note, as I've mentioned in previous podcast episodes, that the company that's sponsoring the study is always worth looking into. So long story short, Herbalife sponsored a pot or a, uh, a study that had about 2,000 participants in it. So a decent sized study. But they asked a number of different questions of these participants around, uh, you know, kind of how they approach the holidays. And the average assumption was that they were going to gain about eight pounds. Interesting when you compare that to studies run on actual weight gain in the season. And of course, we don't know uh, what populations they're pulling from. You know, there can be a lot of variation in data. But I think a lot of us fear that there's going to be a crazy weight gain over the holidays. And there isn't necessarily. But the goal of this is if we're able to rein ourselves back in and get back into our normal, positive, healthy habits after a bit of a derailing, we highly increase the probability of not seeing any sort of changes over the holiday season in a negative way in terms of physique or performance. There's there's very much an opportunity for us. I, I coach all around the concept of how do we find balance. There's very, very much a way to enjoy the holidays, to go to parties, enjoy the Christmas cookies, whatever it may be, and still and still work towards your goals. Those two do not need to be mutually exclusive. So anyway, the study said that the average person assumed they were going to gain about eight pounds. About 48% of the respondents said that they had eaten so much, they've had to undo a button on their pants or loosen a belt. About 45% of the, of the respondents said that they had eaten more than one of the same meal in a day. 39% said they had eaten until they felt sick, unwell, or full to bursting. And 39% said that they deliberately wore stretchy clothing to accommodate overeating. So once again, who knows what precise population they were pulling from. Obviously, the sponsor backing of this study, Herbalife, makes me a bit skeptical of some of the results. But it is interesting to at least look at that data, knowing where it's coming from, and say, hmm, okay, so people actually are assuming that the risk of weight gain over the holidays is a bit higher than what actually is probably happening. But what if we pause to recognize that 
we don't necessarily need to see any sort of fluctuations within our biometric markers over the course of the holidays. We can still enjoy, we can we can find balance, we can still reach our goals. And so let's dive into the meat of this episode in talking about what are the five ways to take back your nutrition after a rough weekend. The first one here, my friends, is stop beating yourself up. I think that there is so much of a mental game here. And that is why I caveated at the beginning of this episode, hey, if you've had a weekend where maybe you had a little bit more sweets than you normally do, maybe you had a couple beverages and you don't normally do that, if it was within moderation and you don't feel any sort of weight, then don't worry about these tactics. But this is for those weekends when you really do do feel like you fell off track And the mental game of that is really, I think, the most challenging for a lot of people. So I want to encourage you to stop beating yourself up. Know that adding more stress to your already stressed out system isn't going to help. Stress is a fascinating thing that research continues to offer insights around. But the way that our bodies respond to stress is fascinating. (laughs) We think about this concept of stress because it seems very non-numeric. It's hard to measure. Yes, we can measure things like cortisol levels and those sorts of things, but the concept of stress in our lives can come from so many places and it's hard to sometimes wrap our minds around, well, where is the stress coming from? And then how is that affecting my weight loss goals or affecting my performance goals, my physique goals? And it it does. There's, There's no way around that. Stress does affect the body. And so pause to recognize that beating yourself up isn't going to have any benefit. That's looking into the past and think about what sort of action steps you can take going forward. Find ways to recenter yourself, which can look a whole variety of different ways. Maybe that's spending time in prayer. Maybe it's just spending time uh, praying to the Lord that you want to uh, surrender to this, this challenge that you are in right now. You need to, you want his guidance, you want his direction and you don't want to feel the sort of weight and burden of uh, the things that maybe you wish you hadn't done, repent for that, move on, right? Maybe you need to take a break from social media. Maybe scrolling through everyone else's picture-perfect weekend and looking at their holiday outfits isn't helping. Then <laughs> Take a break from it. Maybe you need to pause and just recognize the blessing of the weekend. Sometimes we can pa- we can fixate ourselves on the negative of the food or the beverage intake, and we don't actually pause to recognize that there's a lot of beauty that can be in a in a social settings like that. Not that we have to overindulge in order for it to, uh, you know, to experience it to the fullest, right? But what if you just pause to say, you know what, I'm going to focus on the fact that I got to spend time with family, I got to spend time with friends, with loved ones, uh, I got to enjoy some really wonderful foods, beverages, whatever it may be. Focus on that. If you find that stress is something that you struggle with on a consistent basis when it comes to your wellness, I would highly encourage you to check out the episode called Four Sneaky Stressors That Are Stealing Your Progress, Your Waistline, and Your Life. I will link that in the show notes. But stress is a sneaky one and it can creep in in small doses and then reach a level of you know, anxiety or panic or just frustration that we we suddenly kind of have these breaking points where we realize, oh, I have let this creep up too much in my life and I need to find a way to control this. I would also remember, you guys, that one weekend of 
not being perfectly on your plan or whatever it is that you're working toward isn't going to ruin your progress. Now, if you're doing this every weekend, there's a problem. Uh-oh. That will affect your progress. If you are falling into the pattern of staying super tight with your nutrition, your exercise, your stress, your sleep, all of these things over the course of the week, And then on the weekends, you're just kind of going hog wild and you're like, oh, well, (laughs) I was really good for five days. So let's take these two days to do whatever that is going to affect your progress. And there's no there's no real way around that. So recognize that one weekend, not a big deal. Find a way to get yourself back on the bandwagon, leverage these tips and know, hey, I don't want I want to make sure this does not become a pattern. Be conscious of that. Point number two here is drink more water. Generally speaking, when we've overindulged, we've probably consumed a fair amount of sodium, probably a fair amount of sugar and fats, because those are the three things that make things taste good. (laughs) And potentially there was alcohol consumption involved. And all of these things cause an inflammatory response in the body when overconsumed. An inflammatory response in the body, uh, which oftentimes leads to water retention or kind of that like puffy, bloated feeling that a lot of people speak of on say the Monday after you get back from vacation or after you have just overdone it a bit. And drinking more water is going to help to balance your hydration levels. It's going to help to improve your digestion. It's going to help to improve any sort of bloating experiences that you're you're having. Remember that water is a, water is something that we, I think oftentimes don't look to enough to help solve our problems. But Water has a massive impact on the way that we feel. So make sure you are hydrating enough. Maybe you need to leverage some tactics like putting a little lemon wedge in your water. Maybe you need to drink some herbal tea. Find some ways to get some uh, some enhanced flavor experiences <laughs> with your water intake in order to increase it for a couple days. But do focus on drinking more water. I do have an episode on this as well called Seven Ways to Increase Your Hydration for Weight Loss better brain function, and more. So I will link that. But get your water in, my friends. Third is don't go crazy. Don't go into crazy calorie restriction mode. This is such a tempting thing to do. I've heard so many clients where it's like, oh, well, I way over consumed on the weekend, so I'm just really cutting back now. And this is the sort of thing that starts to spiral you into that yo-yo pattern That can be really risky. Basically, don't swing the pendulum. Just because you swung the pendulum in one direction doesn't mean you need to swing the pendulum in the other direction. We need to find that middle ground. So if you continue, if basically if you swing the pendulum in the restricted direction, the probability of you then overindulging later on becomes really high. You're basically setting yourself up for failure. So think about those basic principles of good quality nutrition that we talk about all the time on this podcast whether it's focusing on just whole quality foods, the things around the perimeter of the grocery store, one ingredient, you recognize what they are, chicken is chicken, lettuce is lettuce, (laughs) those kinds of things, oatmeal is oatmeal, oats are oats. Uh, Cook at home, you know, make sure that you're taking a moment to maybe pause eating out because generally speaking, when you're eating out, you're going to get higher sodium, higher fat content, higher sugar content than maybe you even expect in, in foods. You know, there's plenty of salads out there that look quite healthy on menus but actually have way more in the dressings and the toppings than you even think is there so cook at home focus on that think about your intake of things like proteins and veggies are you getting at least a palm-sized portion of protein at each your meals 
at least a fist-sized portion of veggies at your meals as well. And lean into those, those principles of good quality nutrition that you know. I trust and believe that. And if you don't know some of them, I got tons of episodes on on what they are. Uh, if you don't know them, reach out. I can give you some quick tips. But focus on quality, whole, healthy foods cooked from home. And try to resist that weekend cheat cycle is what I kind of call it, where there's that yo-yoing from restricting all week to then going crazy on the weekend and then going back to restricting all week because that just creates a really vicious cycle that is both mentally draining and also really doesn't get you the results that maybe you're working toward. If you find that you are working towards specific goals that are physique or performance related, that pattern of the weekend cheat cycle is not going to get you to your goals very quickly or very well. So I would definitely definitely resist the temptation to go into calorie restriction mode uh, after a indulgent weekend. Point number four here is move your body. Now, I know this is not a nutrition tip necessarily, but I'm going to throw it in here anyway, because there is a ton of benefit from moving your body. It's good for more than just your physical being. It's good for your brain. It's good for balancing your emotions. If you find that you're feeling some of those, that stress response to what happened over the weekend, uh, it's there's tons of benefits that come from moving your body. I think a huge thing to be careful of here is not pushing yourself to like burn off the food that you consumed or whatever it was that you that you uh, had. Don't don't take that burn it off sort of approach. That's just another dysfunctional cycle that can easily create its own set and host of mental challenges and problems. So resist that. We're not into that. You don't have to burn it off. <laughs> There's no need. The good news is this. Physiologically, there's a decent chance that you have pretty well-stocked glycogen stores. So you're quick-releasing energy stores in your body. If you've consumed a fair amount of carbohydrates uh, or sugars over the weekend, your glycogen stores are probably pretty stocked up. So if you feel excited about going to do you know, a challenging workout or something a little bit more intense or going to lift some heavier weights, you're probably going to feel pretty good. So whatever that counts for, uh, you know, that could be a way of moving your body. But also think about the fact that moving your body can look like going for a walk or finding a quick stretching routine on YouTube. There's many different ways to move your body. Uh, and maybe you consider saying, hey, I'm going to take a walk, listen to a podcast, or maybe you could take a walk and do the following which is point number five, and that is pause to reflect on what instigated the overindulgence. This is huge, my friends, because when we pause to ask why something happened, you're starting to better understand your own patterns, and that allows you to set yourself up better in the future to not make the same mistakes and to not continue to fall into the same patterns. So ask yourself questions like, hey, were there any emotions involved this weekend? Generally speaking, there's a, we, have, we have some level of emotion every day, whether it's positive, negative, or neutral, right? There's all different kinds of emotions. So what, what sort of emotions were at play? Did you find that something really stressful happened on Friday at work and you knew that you were going out on Friday night with your, with your friends and you knew that you were going to go out and get food and drinks and so it turned into kind of leveraging that social outing as a way of escaping what happened that day? Did you find that something really challenging happened at home? You were overwhelmed and you, you know, ended up 
running to the store to get ice cream because you just felt like that was the solution to uh, to dealing with with challenges. Whatever it is, was there any sort of emotion involved in the choices that you made from a food or beverage perspective? Maybe it was a social setting that pushed you to kind of follow the lead of others rather than listening to your own body. Sometimes in social settings, you know, you even you even just think about the actual volume of the room. To give you an analogy here, you walk into a, you know, a Christmas party, there maybe there's music playing, there's people talking, it's it's just noisy, it's it's that fun social atmosphere. And oftentimes that can actually lead us to a place where we start to turn off and we don't tune into listening to our own body cues. Like, hey, am I actually hungry as I approach the appetizer table? If I am, great, have some appetizers. But if you're not, okay, then maybe I'm just going to go have a little sparkling beverage and I'm going to stick with that for now and wait until the meal is served. Or maybe I'm going to opt for non-alcoholic beverages this evening because I really don't feel like having anything alcoholic even though most of the people in the room are having something alcoholic. Are there different, are there, you know, what does it look like for you to almost like turn the dial down on the sound of the room and turn up the dial on what your body is trying to tell you that you want or need in that moment? This is huge because listening to your body is such a vital, vital piece of working towards goals, but also creating sustainable change. Because if we're constantly turned off from understanding what our body is trying to tell us, all we're doing then is sticking to numbers or macro plans or strict workout regimens or whatever it may be, which yes, all those things can be valuable in some sense, but we also have to have a tune in to what our body is trying to tell us. So maybe we even just reflect on, hey, did I entirely lose track of my hunger cues? Did I feel totally off base from knowing when I was hungry and when I was full, like all weekend long? Was there just so much going on that I couldn't ever pause? And do I need to find a way to work on that? So take some time to reflect on what actually instigated the overindulgence. Let's recap, my friends. Five ways to take back your nutrition after a rough weekend. First one is stop beating yourself up. The added stress on an already stressed system isn't going to do you any good. Number two is drink more water. Make sure that you are staying hydrated through the coming days and ideally pass that as well because hydration is key. Number three, don't go into crazy calorie restriction mode. We do not want to start that cycle of restricting during the week and then overindulging all weekend long and then doing it all over again. Number four, though not a nutrition tip, I want you to move your body because there is so much benefit that comes from moving your body. Think about the benefits that come for your emotions, your mind, uh, just as you're processing through all the things that happened that weekend and as you're trying to get back on track. And number five, pause to reflect on what instigated the overindulgence because this is going to really set you up for success in the coming weekends to feel like you have a bit of a handle on understanding how you might respond in different settings and challenges and situations. The key takeaway is this, my friends. If things don't go exactly as planned, get yourself back on track as quickly as you can and then reflect on why it happened in the first place. The quicker that we can get back on track, the less impact that that, that, that scenario has on our goals, our health. And when we can pause to reflect and we're able to actually learn from those experiences and say, hey, how do I do this differently next time? 
My friends, that is what I have for you today. I hope you guys are having a phenomenal Christmas season. And even if you're listening to this, not over the Christmas season, I hope these were valuable tips uh, for kind of bouncing back, getting back into good nutrition after a rough weekend. You guys know where to hunt me down, my friends. I will be back oh so soon with more content. Thank you for tuning into the Fit Feed by Read podcast. If this had a positive impact on you, I'd be so honored to have you share it with a fellow female millennial. Send it through text message or post it on your Instagram story, tagging me at Fit Feed by Read. I hope you guys have a stellar week ahead of building healthy habits. And don't forget, God loves you.